table this your girl sylvia she her and hers hello this is tori she her and hers something new all the time with your <laughs> intro hello I'm trying. I'm trying out new new, new systems intros. new intros see what works um we did not celebrate our birthday last week uh, yeah what is it apparently our we first, had a birthday yeah it's our, our first birthday we are one years old as of last week season one over season one is in the books we now consider this season two Whoa. Moving forward. Um, and yet we've stayed with our 10 followers. <laughs> we still got 30 something strong. We're just hovering we're around that 30 making something. moves, you know. <laughs> we're clicking and clacking, making moves. <laughs> oh, I mean, we've had a few new listeners here and there. Oh, yeah. A few new likes to our Facebook page. Yeah. A new review to our Facebook page. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne Scott. Um, for that review. Yeah. It was a nice review. Thanks. I wasn't quite sure if it was like dizzying. Like I was I like, think he meant, I think he means it in the most kindest of way. Cause he said that was part of our charm. Yeah. When I, when I messaged him yeah. and said, Hey, thanks for the review. And yeah, we do get a little caught up sometimes and forget yeah. to w- let each other talk. And he said that that was part of our charm. <laughs> So, is that well? You know, he's very strength based. Our charm is, I, I, you know, in reading it, it was very strength based, right. yeah. very yeah. positive. I think, I think he very meant positive about it. Um, <laughs> you may recognize Wayne Scott from one of the articles that we covered. That's correct. The Modern Love article. He is our the very author first of that. Our so, very first Modern Love yeah. article that so, you brought to the table. Uh, did you know there's like a show? Modern love? You you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't it. watched it yet. I think yeah. it's on Netflix. I haven't seen it. I was going to try to watch um, it. I, I've seen the, it's either on Netflix or Prime where they talk about different love, the, but they mostly Ooh. go for the age, Ooh. big differences. Oh, I think what that's was on, that one called? I think that's on, I think that's on Netflix. But what is that one called? Yeah. I where they it's like, called, where it's like huge differences oh, in yeah. age. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then there's the one lady, she's like all made up, like all... 60 or something like that. Oh, she's Her older. Boyfriend is like 18 and like plays video with... games. And oh, yeah, they broke that up. one. Yeah, they, they ended up breaking yeah. up. Yeah. On the second yeah. season. Yeah. And then yeah, I she think found, that's on Netflix. She found love somewhere. She, yeah, I think she was like, I'm not dating anybody that's younger than 20 something. I mean, she had a, yeah. a age yeah. thing. She had her boobs redid. Yeah. I mean, she was going for the works. So and I guess yeah. that's a form of modern love. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. a form of modern yeah. love. You know? So we are episode number 48 of kickoff our season two. Yeah. I think typically we you're supposed to take breaks between season, but yeah. <laughs> we ain't, we ain't we, following yeah. the regular podcast. We format. might we might lose our we're, five. We're listeners. breaking the mold. <laughs> Yeah, because we've been talking about half the we might have to take miss a, miss a week. Yeah, um, we don't think we will, so don't worry about it. Yeah. But um, 
If you're listening to this on Friday, on Wednesday, you would have listened to a Leftovers episode that we recorded last week as well. So oh. I always have to think in the future. Yeah. It's like when they're listening to this. Yeah. They may have already heard the Leftovers episode. So the Leftovers is dropping. It would have dropped on Wednesday. Wednesday. If we pretend like it's Friday when yeah. this will actually be published. Yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. It's so yeah. hard. We have to think in the future. Um, but an exciting special Leftovers episode. For sure. For so sure. Hopefully so, you enjoyed it. Yes. If you didn't listen, go back and listen. Yep. Because this is exactly. Because we might talk about it always... accidentally and <laughs> then it's a spoiler. Right. And we're all, it's about the topics that we always talk about. Um, it's ripped from the know? headlines. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, let's get into a little bit of what's updates. What do well, you got in the what's updates so box? This comes from KGW. We talked about the West Lynn where the um, police were investigating a cr supposed crime right. in Portland. And they went investigating. It turned into an arrest being made with yep. no um, evidence of any crime being committed. Yeah. Uh, but they continued the arrest. So this is a comes off of the um, KGW8 website, um, published 221. So 100 page secret report on former Westland police chief details years of alleged misconduct. Pressure over Terry Timus. Now he's the Westland police chief. Yep. Involvement in wrongful arrest of an African-American Portland man helped lead to the report's release. So, so this is, again, a report was done, mm -hmm. but because somebody exposed his misconduct yep. and it's thrown in the media, yep. now all of a sudden... Uh, reports can right. be released. now. All of a sudden, these whole these outrageous these allegations, secret reports that yeah. got stuck stuffed away in some file cabinet Hoping somewhere. Hoping to never see I'm the like, light of day. Let's pray yeah. that nothing ever happens. That right. we got to talk about this. So it said exactly. more than a decade old report detailing misconduct by former Westland Police Chief Terry Timus was just released. Press pressured over Timus's involvement in the wrongful arrest of African-American Portland man helped lead to the reports released, first obtained by the Portland Tribune. The Department of Justice is now investigating that incident. Sex with an informant, racist remarks, and requesting to view live sex shows with detainees are just some of the allegations outlined in the 100-page report. Mm. Mm -mm. Timus was hired as Westland's police chief in 2005 after working for Lake Oswego for more than 18 years. In 2008, a former Lake Oswego officer filed a detailed complaint with the state, which was forwarded to Westland. Westland hired an outside investigator, former McMinnville police chief Rod Brown, to investigate the claims. So here you go. He's gone to West Lynn after 18 years in Lake Oswego. Mm -hmm. A Lake Oswego police officer had filed a complaint. How many years? Three years after Timus leaves? Because it says he was hired by West Lynn in 2005. And in 2008, the former police officer filed a detailed report. And then they had somebody from McMinnville police um, investigate. So Brown found, the investigator, 
uh, two of the 17 allegations to be sustained or partially sustained, mm. including two Lake Oswego police officers calling then Lieutenant Timus to watch a live sex show with two women the officers had pulled over for drunk driving. Yeah. According to the report, Timus was unavailable, but said if they didn't get a hold of him on future occasions, they'd be fired. Oh, my God. <laughs> so wait a minute. Basically, he said, if, if you don't invite me to watch live sex shows, I'm going to fire you. You're going to get fired. Yeah. How does... <laughs> So Timus told the investigator he probably made the comment in jest. Why aren't you telling the police? Look, you're not here to be showing anybody any type of lie, right. nothing. That's exactly. Not your job. Turn the video off. Let these people do what they need to do in private. Yeah. But no, they're <sighs> out there watching. God. Um, in the report, Timus was also accused of making sexually inappropriate comments, gay bashing, and showing sexually inappropriate photos to other police officers. The investigator found this to be partially sustained when Timus admitted to looking up pictures of his ex-wife in a wet t-shirt contest on his work computer. Oh my God. <laughs> Some of the accusations were labeled as exonerated or true, but not improper, according to the investigator. The accusations not improper. Yeah. The accusations included Timus having a sexual relationship with a non-commissioner community service officer and knowing officers were using derogatory terms like Milo or Mexicans in Lake Oswego. Oh, so that's what Milo stands for. Mexicans Disgusting. in Lake Oswego. So basically they do a call and we got a Milo over here. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, or Nilo. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. More than 10 years prior to the 2008 report. After the report was completed, it was sent to Westland's attorney, Tim Ramis, who sent a memo to city officials urging them to read the report. However, no city official ever read the report because it's not important. <sighs> well, and the fucked up thing, too, is that how does a hundred page report be confidentially prepared? Like you're a public service agency. None none of that shit should be confidential. No. That should all be a matter of public record. When freelance journalist Lee Vandervu requested the report in 2009, city officials blocked her request by claiming attorney-client privilege. Oh, hell no. Vandervu was one of Portland Tribune reporters who broke the story. It lived with an attorney in a locked box for 11 years, oh, hell said no. Vandervu. Vandervu, who had heard some of the allegations, but not all. I'm still getting over the shock of finally reading this thing. It was far worse than I ever imagined. I can't believe that this persisted for so long when this conduct was so visible, said Vandervu. Timus left the Westland Police Department in 2017. After DUI allegations, he did not return a request for comment. So I clicked on the uh, Tribune article because that's where it came from. He was paid out $123,394 when he left. Yeah. As Over a separation. $100,000. Yep. To leave, to retire after getting a DUI, after all of this. Motherfucker should have been lucky he left with anything. Right. Should have been lucky he left with his fucking stapler. Yeah. Like, yep. hell no. Yeah. 
And we talked about this before. He retires, so he maintains his DPST number, which allows him to work um, as a reserve officer because a lot of retired police officers, they'll go and work reserve. They'll go work um, like major security agencies that require a DPTST number that like let their security officers carry weapons. Yeah. Um, he could easily go get employed because, I mean, there's nothing to stop him from finding another job. Right. So he could go to a small town. Uh, like the other dude. He's training. Right. He could be at the training academy. Like, yeah. So you you not only pay him $100,000 to leave, you let him keep his DPSD yeah. credentials, which allows him to be a trainer, which allows him to find another job in law enforcement. Right. He could easily go to a small town and, you know, whatever state. And not and, to mention, it's not like you're cutting him off from it. He still right. gets to get his He has all his pur purrs are in place. Yeah. Like everything. Everything. So he would just be making extra, yeah. more on top of whatever exactly. he was getting. So um, the other thing was uh, the the people, the residents of West Lynn, they went to, uh, they packed City Hall to sound off on bogus investigation. Yeah, I saw that one too. There were yeah. tense moments inside West Lynn City Hall Tuesday night as people sounded off about the bogus investigation that has put the city in the national spotlight. You guys' credibility is shot, one man shouted at the city council members. <laughs> the frustration is connected to what had happened to Michael Fieser several years ago, you know, and then it yeah. goes into what, what took place. As mayor of Westland, I must apologize for the described conduct that has stained our community, said Mayor Russ Axelford, Axelrod. Okay, again, this document mm -hmm. was sealed I'm going to say sealed for all intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. Nobody read it at the time. Mm -hmm. Nobody thought that it was that important. And so now mm -hmm. you're apologizing. And I'm sorry, I don't know if the mayor has been there since that report right. came out. But now you're apologizing for this conduct? This could have been prevented a long time ago. Yeah. It could have prevented been prevented three years before they started the investigation yes. of Michael Fesner. Yes. Because um, Fesner, is that it? Michael, is it, there's no N in it. Um, F Fesser, Fesser, Fesser. Um, when the officers within Westland Police filed complaints about Reeves and his conduct, like yeah, this goes all the way back. It yeah. goes back to the Oregonian editorial that said the reason this happened was not just because of these two, three bad police officers. This happened because of a system. Yeah. That allows racism to exist. Right. And thrive. Right. And be protected. Yep. Yeah. You know, and oh, I was just joking. Oh, I didn't mean it. Right. Oh, that it was, was taken, taken out, out of context. context. Yeah. <laughs> like classic fucking defense. Yeah. Yeah. So now the new police chief, since uh, what's his name? I will not tolerate racial or any other bias in policing, said Kruger. Um, and then one person that was there said, rage is the first thing I felt, said one woman, disbelief. Somebody else said, I'm shaking. I'm so upset. It's disturbing me beyond comprehension. And then other people, this is a black eye to the Westland community. It takes a long time to heal damage to a police department. Well, we'll see how long this late rage actually lasts and actually fuels some changes. Right. I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath. No, but I think, you know, for me, it's like, um, again, here, what are you bringing to the table? Yeah. We are saying 
people, there's reasons why there's overrepresentation. Yeah. This is the reason why. This and the story that you're going to hear on leftovers, mm-hmm. these are the reasons why we have overrepresentation. Yep. Because exactly. nobody is holding anybody accountable. It's like, you know, the Wild West out there where you have Wild West Lynn. Right, <laughs> where you have the police chief who is rubbing elbows yep. with DAs, who's rubbing elbows with others, mm-hmm. who's rubbing elbows with big, you know, uh company owners. Yep. And you know, and it's like, come on. It's the historical cronyism yep. that happens in these systems where like like we said. Maybe Reeves will get dismissed from the academy and no longer be teaching there. Nothing ain't going to happen to Timus because he's retired. Unless right. the worst, the, the only other thing they could do was take away his number. Right. And then he can't find work in law enforcement yeah. anymore. Which uh, he should. Which he's he, retired. So, yeah. like, does it really matter? I like, think criminal charges need to be brought. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Because if we're bringing them on, uh, if people are like, oh, Jesse's Mullet, Jesse's Mullet, you know? <laughs> Yeah. There should be no difference here. Right. You know, exactly. So the minimum, I would say criminal charges, Mm -hmm. that's the minimum. Yeah. And let a jury decide. Right. And let the chips fall where you may. Oh, on top of, you know, obviously losing your job. And if you were convicted, you do lose your DPSST. Yes. You know, exactly. So that would kill two birds with one stone. I'm I'm down with that. I'm okay with that. I think that's a great plan. What other WhatsApp? All you? right. I got a WhatsApp dates on uh, our good old friend, uh, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah. Our friend and rapist. <laughs> um, Harvey Weinstein's convicted of rape at the New York trial. Film mogul found guilty of sexual criminal act, criminal sexual act in the first degree and rape in the third degree, degree and acquitted on three further charges. Uh, he's in his little walker. You uh-huh. know, that's the thing. That- yeah. Both him and fucking Cosby. Yeah. The minute, the minute they, they fucking they were all got spry. charged. They were all yeah. spry. All spry, walking around, everything's <laughs> fine. Just skip the yeah. move, my darling. Right. The minute they got to show up in court for their now fucking sudden, criminal charges. They're ailing. Cosby had a cane and he's blind. <laughs> and now fucking Harvey Weinstein's got a walker, can barely walk. That's right. some bullshit. Yeah. I ain't yeah. believing that for shit. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I got that off my chest. Um, <laughs> let's see. A jury of seven men and five women in the New York Supreme Court uh, took five days to reach their verdict. They found the defendant guilty of criminal sexual act in the first degree for forcing oral sex on former Project Runway pr- production assistant Miriam Haley in 2006. The count carries a maximum or minimum prison sentence of five years and a maximum of 25 years. They also convicted Weinstein on rape in the third degree. This relates to him raping a woman in a woman. The guardian is not naming um, as her wishes for identification are not um, clear in the New York hotel in 2013. Uh, This count carries a maximum sentence of four years in prison with no minimum um, and requires Weinstein to register as a sex offender. Uh, was acquitted on three further charges, including two most serious counts of predatory sexual assault, which carried a possible life sentence and an alternative count of rape in the first degree. Um, After the verdict, Weinstein was handcuffed and remained in custody ahead of his sentencing on March 11th. Um, He was taken to the courthouse in an ambulance and first taken to Locktown unit in Bellevue Hospital. The judge said he would ask Weinstein asked that Weinstein be held in the infirmary at Rikers Island. Weinstein's lawyers and had argued 
he needs medical attention following unsuccessful back surgery. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Um, so guilty, guilty, guilty. And guilty. I'm glad, you know, uh-huh. time's up. Yep, time's, time's up. up. And, um, a, and an even much more updated ver- ooh, update. Oh. What's update? More what's update. Yeah. So rapist Harvey Weinstein is rushed to hospital suffering chest pains in the oh, ambulance that was transferring Lord. him from court to Rikers Island after it's shouting a panic attack after shouting out I'm innocent as no, he's he convicted uh, yes I'm innocent disgusting I'm innocent disgusting man I believe he believes he's innocent well yeah of course he does you he's know I think he pig. yes I think he's like these ladies wanted me to treat him right? this way. Wanted they knew what they were getting him. into. Yeah. They did knew you, that, that was the deal. Did you s- hear that video on that um, Ronan Farrell's uh, podcast on Weinstein? No. Yeah, there was a video. Well, I haven't listened that- to that podcast. Oh, you haven't? No, I've listened I to the Epstein. I've listened to the Cosby. Well, now I got to get the Weinstein one done. I thought you told me no. about that one. No. I, oh, yeah. No, I've it's listened a good to the one. Epstein one and the Cosby one. Uh, so Ronan Farrow is the is son. The, yeah. The um, uh, Mia Farrow. The article, the guy that wanted to write the articles and they, the wherever he was working, tried to, or did yeah. squash them. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's called. It's called Catch and, catch and Release catch or something. Catch and Release. Okay. Catch and Release. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, Ronan, the catch, oh, the catch and kill, catch and kill, okay. catch and kill. All right, well, by Ronan that Farrell. List. That's a good one, and it's about the whole Harvey Weinstein okay. when he got the first, how he investigated Weinstein, hiring people to follow yeah. him, like a, a, like detective. Yeah, and then that detective was like, "Hey, there's something wrong here." Mm-hmm. So ended up you know, talking to Ronan and saying, Hey, this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. And he's actually on the podcast and he's sharing, you know, this is, you know, this is why I came out because I thought it was wrong and going through the whole process of why these women were in fear uh, for their safety, personal safety. And then, um, you know, just the amount of resources Weinstein put to intimidate, to silence. Yep. To keep things um, squashed, yep. those non-disclosure agreements, yep. the works. Yep. So it is a very good um, podcast. So I was scrolling through this article, and one of, here's here's so one of his friends, Paul Fel- Feldscher, was called as a defense witness. Said Weinstein had a sex addiction. That I thought does he was not excuse rape. I, I thought he was. There are a lot of people out there that have sex addiction, and they and they're not out there raping people. No. They're, you know, watching porn 24-7 and doing all the things. Who does do, you know, serial killers? Yeah. You know, they got an addiction. Right? Uh, Serial rapists, they got an addiction. That's what they're called, serial rapists. They're not sex addicts. Yep. Like you said, sex addicts, they're just having sex with people that want to have sex. Right. Exactly. They're not out there raping people. No. It's like saying an alcoholic is also a serial killer. Because they, you know, they're under the influence at the time. No. Yeah. No. Sorry. Well, bye-bye. One of my friends on Facebook uh, put his status. um, uh, Weinstein didn't kill himself. Just practicing. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Because, you know. You never know. He knows a lot, too. I mean... 
Is There's it? a Is lot it, um, of people that knew this was going on. Okay, so you have a Epstein, Weinstein, um, you have Trump. They're all like, you know, Rich birds of a feather. They yeah. all flock together. I know what they always say about uh, black people and brown people. Especially like in gangs, you know? Yeah. Ooh, walk like a duck, talk like a duck. Yeah. Oh, hanging out with gang members, you're a gang member. Yeah. Hanging out with serial rapists. Once a gang member, always a gang member. Like they did on uh, Michael Fezzer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bradley says hi. He kicked it, you know, maybe back in the day a little bit, but then got out of it. But nope. Always a gang member. Well, and and what do they say? All brown people, all black people, we're all part of a gang. Yep. I mean, that's our... That's our MO. They Must never be a ask, gang member. They never ask any other mm-hmm. person, are you in a gang? Yeah, exactly. You Don't know? ask white people if they're white supremacists. No. Nope. Are you in a neo-Nazi uh, membership? Yeah. Nope. Nope. All right. Nope. Well, that's our what's up dates. Uh, we'll take a quick, quick break and come back with our stories. <laughs> all right. We are back to what are you bringing to the table? Back to begin our stories. Um, I didn't get my little book lit out so I can write down what we're talking about. Um, oh, keep talking. All right. So my story comes from the time. Um, and it Most came day in the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, time <laughs> magazine time. It. You know what? Do, 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 time. Oh, time. The yeah. time. Oh, yeah. okay. Time, time. Yeah. Uh, it came out February 25th. Um, a wrongfully convicted Kansas man who spent 23 years in prison is awarded $1.5 million. How many years? 25 years. Or 23, sorry. 23 years. Whoa. Yeah. A Kansas man who spent over two decades in prison for a double murder he didn't commit will be awarded $1.5 million for his wrongful conviction. And that is not look at what happened with uh what's his Feaser? Yeah. He he um, he got a million and he didn't even go to jail. Yeah. So 1.5 million is nothing for 23 no, years 23 of this years? man's life. Um, that's been robbed. It was robbed from him. How old was he when he went in? When he went in? Uh 19 I believe. Oh wait, uh was released after 23. I think he was uh I'm scrolling down. I think it was like 19 something like that in his teens. Uh. So, um according to Associated Press, oh wait, oh wait, wait, wait. He was 17 at the Oh my time. god. Lamont was convicted and sentenced for two terms of life in prison for the murders of Donald Ewing and Donnell Quinn back in 94. The two victims had been shot in the middle of the day while they sat in their car. McIntyre was 17 at the time and there was no physical evidence Mm. or motive that linked him to the crime. So basically, I guess they were like, oh, he's on a killing spree. How? With no evidence to connect him in any way. What the fuck? Uh, Yeah. And yet we can't catch a serial killer? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) According to the Associated Press documents made public during the eight-year fight to free McIntyre, um, to free McIntyre alleged that the prosecutor in the case intimidated witnesses who told her that McIntyre did not look like the shooter after they saw him in person. Wait a minute. So the witnesses, before he was even convicted, said, no, he don't look like the shooter. He don't look it like the him. shooter. It ain't him. And the prosecutor started to intimidate the witness. Oh. Yeah. Yep. There are also allegations what that the detective. The fuck? 
who investigated the murders would prey on and harass African-American women, including McIntyre's mother, the AP reported. The outlet further reports. So it's like, uh, what's that one Denzel movie? Um, what's that? Uh, rookie. Was it rookie? rookie? He played that um, drug undercover drug um, cop know. that was uh, dirty. Oh, I don't know. I don't oh, know. What I've was seen that? that one? Oh, and the, it's with um, uh, Emma. What's it? No, Uma Thurman's what? ex-husband. Oh, do you know who that is? No. Uh, I want to say Nathan. Ethan. 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 Hawk? Ethan Hawk. Yeah. Training day. Training day. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one. That one. It's and that's like the, like what he's just saying. The two the two detectives that were um, investigating the crime were harassing African American women, including. Oh them. right, yeah, okay, you okay, know, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, the outlet further reports that the presiding judge and the prosecutor in the case had a previous romantic Get relationship that was here. not disclosed at the time. Of course not. <laughs> McIntyre was released from prison in 2017 after serving 23 years, 23 of his best so years. He's 40, 40. Yeah. Yeah. Because he went in at 17. Of his best. 23 years. years. Well, not to mention the trauma yeah. of being in prison. At 17. And being 18. in prison, knowing you're full well, you were fucking innocent. Yeah. And knowing that you're going to, or believing like, that you're going to be there for forever. Yeah, because, I mean, you're a black man. And, and what resources When do you, you get have? justice ever? Right. And you're going in at 17 years old, knowing full where you're fucking innocent. And holy, yeah. the trauma. The yeah. trauma. Yeah. So today, uh, Lamont McIntyre. One point, whatever, five, that ain't enough. That ain't enough. That's why I said. Has been declared finally and conclusively and completely innocent man. So he well, that's done. good because sometimes they'll do that, but they won't vacate yeah. the conviction. Yeah. So then they have to walk around as a convicted felon. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. So the long overdue recognition, along with the statutory payment and other benefits, will help lighten a bit of the load he has carried. I don't think so. Because no. he's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 20, yeah. Twenty three years. What's this guy look like? Is there a picture? Oh yeah, he's a handsome young man. Oh, yeah, kind buddy. of a oh. Malcolm Exia she oh. glasses and yeah. Oh my God, it makes me so sad. Yeah. Makes yeah. me happy for him. Oh but... yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. and see, there's another case of that prosecutor should be mm -hmm. charges should be filed against her. Charges should be filed against those detectives. Yep. Intimidation, tampering yep. with witnesses, all of it. Yep. Well, yep. I wonder, does it say like what was the circumstances in which they were able to convict because all circumstantial evidence that they yeah. convicted him. Well, well, so none what of were it, the circumstances of which, what, did, I mean, why did, why did they decide that that was their guy? It didn't say that mm. in here in this article. It didn't say why they pinpointed him other than it was, you know, all these crazy things, no evidence connecting him. Um, and then it goes into just that he's an innocent man. And then just kind of goes into his, the story of how, you know, how, how this all went. So the McIntyre filed a lawsuit against the state in Kansas under compensation for the wrongful conviction mm -hmm. imprisonment statute, which I think all, mm -hmm. you know, and here's the thing, these DAs who are doing these unethical things right? continue to have a job. Yeah. Because how many more other cases 
have we heard have we yet to hear from right. our own DA? Again, I go back to when the lab tech was found falsifying uh tests and all those tests had to be thrown out. Yeah. All those convictions that she had need to be thrown out and retried. Yep. You lose your credibility once it's found out that you were wrongfully yeah. clearly doing it. Like yeah. not just like, oh, we thought it was the guy, but being like straight up, okay, no, it's the guy and you're going to make it the guy. I don't care if you think it wasn't him. Like you've tampered with witnesses. You've intimidated. Anything that you do lacks credibility, in my opinion. Like yeah. you're done, done. Yeah. Everything gets thrown out. Yeah. Well, and I'm thinking if you as a prosecutor and you start doing some unethical mm -hmm. things, you should be uh, disbarred. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Disbarred, Hell yeah. period. Hell yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. Done. No, 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 you're not a lawyer anymore. No. Bye. No. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of lawyers, no, not lawyers, but licenses. Um, have you watched that uh, Netflix, The Pharmacist? Mm, no, Series? I don't think so. It's about this pharmacist who um, originally, uh, it starts out as the story of how he lost his son to a murder. Yeah. Um, his son had went to buy crack. And got killed. Is this a docu-series? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he went to, uh, it was, was it Kansas? No. Louisiana. Yeah. Because oh, okay. it was near, um, it was uh, near New Orleans and all the devastation in the Ninth Ward and, yeah. you know, that area. So his son gets killed buying crack. Um, he, white family. Still, the police are like, well, he was out down buying crack, really didn't want to pay attention to it, really didn't want to work to find the killer. Right. So this pharmacist, like, pre-mix makes his mission to find out who killed his son. Yeah. And um, ultimately does. So like, basically the pharmacist is doing the police job. 100%. And the interesting thing is this pharmacist, for whatever reason, liked to record things, like would record phone calls, would record um, himself talking like after the death of his yeah. son like kind of maybe it was his way of dealing with his grief like he would just turn on the verdict quarter yeah. i think he said at one point like it was kind of like praying a way to pray and yeah. pray to something yeah and so he would record himself talking about it so ultimately what he find what as a pharmacist he starts to see the opioids and people oh. coming in and getting prescriptions and young people coming and getting prescriptions and a lot of prescriptions. And, you know, so at first he starts doing the whole like, hey, do you know, like these are addictive. Like yeah. he, he's trying to talk to yeah. client or yeah. customers. It's probably like, especially the young ones. Yeah. Like, you know, this is a lot. They put this, you put, they put yeah. you on this much already. Let me yeah. call the doctor. So ultimately he finds out, traces it back to one doctor, a pill mill doctor. Right. Um, and so she, they end up interviewing her and the pill mill doctor. Yeah. Cause she finally gets charged, but then only admits to like one charge or of something, course. Like, you know, because you know, the whole yeah. opioid. Yeah. And then, um, he talks about too, how it's not just about the doctor though. It's about the DuPont and what was the other what, Pfizer the, yeah. or whatever the big yeah. pharma companies yeah. that had flooded the, the, yeah. The market. market with mm -hmm. opioids, knowing full well they weren't meant for chronic pain. Um, they have a, a what do they call them? Drug dealers. Yeah, <laughs> they're not called drug dealers, uh, but drug, drug reps. reps. They have one him in there, so he talks about like 
yeah, they wanted us to push them and they gave us the script on how to push them and how to get um, pharmacists to, you know, sign off it, how to get doctors to sign off it, like that, like bonuses, the money that he would bring in per month by getting doctors to prescribe opioids more. Like, wow, it's good. Yeah. It's real good. It's oh, real good. So that might be a good one. I was, to think, watch. I was thinking about the doctor and her license and all this stuff, and she actually ends up. Um, and part of the story, you find out she she's also taking opioids, so she has her own addiction issues yeah. and goes to treatment for that. But then she denies that she ever, ever had a problem, and it's like, uh, you went to fucking <laughs> treatment. How did you? So so you didn't have a problem. You just used treatment as an escape. Yeah. So why? Sad thing why, is she's a why, black doctor. Why was this brought up? I forgot. License. <laughs> I thought about license, disparring. <laughs> Made me think of the doctor. <laughs> la, Sorry, la, tangent. La, tangent. La, la, la. Shiny object, squirrel. <laughs> I got a story. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good plug for the pharmacist on that. Yes. That's, that's not my story, though. But I got a good one. Okay. I'm going to bring this one because we haven't actually talked about it. But it's it's heating up. It's things are happening, and there's a lot more backstory to it, which we could probably just post some stories. So, Lori Vallow, mother of oh, this comes from NBC News. Lori Vallow, mother of two missing Idaho children arrested in in Hawaii. Joshua Vallow, seven, and Tylee Ryan, seventeen, were last seen in September, according to the police in Rexburg, Idaho. The mother of two children who have been missing for months was arrested Thursday in Hawaii on $500 million, $5 million warrant from Idaho. Lori Vallo has been charged with two counts of desertion and non-support of dependent children, Kauai police said in the statement. Police said Vallo failed to comply with a court order to produce the children to authorities by January 30th. There is no indication that Vallo's children are on the island. We're on the island of Kauai, police said in the statement. Valo's husband, Chad Daybell, was not in custody, law enforcement um, told NBC News. The search for Ty Lee Ryan, 17, and Joshua Valo, 7, began in November when Idaho police tried to contact, conduct a welfare check on Joshua, who was adopted and his, has special needs, according to the Rexburg, Idaho police. Joshua and Ty Lee were last seen in September, and Rexburg police said Valo and Daybill were not cooperating on and had left the state. According to Rexburg police, Valo and Daybill said Joshua was staying with family friend in Arizona, but investigators later learned this was a lie. A witness also told police that Valo had falsely said that Ty Lee was dead. Annie Cushing, Ty Lee's aunt, told NBC of Salt Lake, that she concerned she was concerned for the safety of the children because she believes Valo is quote unhinged. Tylee's father, Joseph Ryan, who is Cushing's brother, was Valo's third husband. He died apparently of a heart attack in 2018. Rexburg police said that they have learned that Valo either knows where Joshua and Tylee are or knows what happened to them. Police have also said that they believe the children's disappearance could be tied to investigation into the death of Dable's first wife. Tammy Daybell, 49, she was found dead in her home in October, and Chad Daybell married Valo's weeks later. Valo's fourth husband, Charles Valo, also died last year. He was shot to death in July by Alex Cox, (laughs) Valo's brother, during a confrontation. Valo and Cox were questioned by police but not charged. Cox died in September. Before Charles Vallo died, he filed for divorce, claiming in the divorce documents that his wife believed she was 
reincarnated and oh, was geez. sent, was a God sent to lead during the second coming of Jesus in July 2020. And she told him that if he got in his way, if he got, if told him if he got in his way, she would kill him. A lawyer who represented Charles Vallo during the divorce proceedings said in a statement that he had a genuine fear of it for his life. Other court documents filed in Texas during Vallo and Ryan's custody battle over Ty Lee revealed that Vallo was ordered to undergo a psychological evaluation after she told social workers that death would be an option before giving Ty Lee to her father, um, even for a visit. Police and Quiet said the first received request from the Rexburg police to find Valo in December. Valo is being held in Hawaii on $5 million bond and does not yet have a court date. She will have the opportunity to waive her waive or fight her extradition. A lawyer for Valo did not immediately respond for comments. So the backstory to all this, apart from all of these ex-husbands yeah. dying. They, but they were trying to find those kids because they, they were. They still haven't found them. Nobody yeah. knows where they are. And there. so this lady is sitting on this in, supposed information like, oh, they're still alive. I'm just not going to tell you. Yeah. Do, where are they? And then at one point tries to say that Tai died. Like, what? Yeah. And where's the body at? Right? How does somebody die and there's no notification of death? Nothing. Um, I, I But all the deaths around this lady. I mean, that, it, it exactly. can't be all coincidental. And that's what they're all saying. Like, that's the, the thing is that it's going down to how do all these people keep ending up dead around her? Yeah. And then where did where are these kids? I think they're dead. I think so. Where where else are they? Either that or being held captive somewhere by someone else who ain't talking. I mean, I, how do I you not see them since I think September? this lady is nuts. Oh, she definitely is nuts. Definitely and off, I'm using the word she, off her rocker. Yeah. yeah. You know, she, uh, she is, may be one of those ones that can function, mm -hmm. but she's nuts. Well, and I think because she is in the traditional mainstream sense, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's an attractive woman. Mm -hmm. If you consider, you know, mainstream patriarchal standards for beauty. Mm -hmm. So she probably is able to convince a lot of people of certain things, right? But that able she's to, some kind of God that came oh, to. Oh, yeah. You know, she's probably down. charismatic. The minute that she know, said, oh, that, I'm a God. Well, that's that... how she got Chad, though. Is she convinced Chad. And so Chad started getting in on it. Like, Chad's not. Not any more sane than she is. No, Chad ain't anywhere any more sane than she is. Because in another article I read about, so we got two I think kooks he has some raising like, kids. One of them, like cultish type behavior. Yeah, like let cult level type yeah. belief people. And maybe they're with Shelly Miscavige <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. Giselle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe they're all just together on that Epstein yeah. Island, um, the safe haven. I no, think the children I, I think dead. the children are, they're, they're, are yeah. they're dead. There's just to me it's just like there's just no way somebody right. one that lady's going to want her little freedom. Exactly. She ain't going to be able to sit there in jail, but mm -hmm. then again, I don't know, there's no body. I don't know what they could totally charge her with cuz mm -hmm. right now they're just saying, "Hey, we told you to produce the kids." Mm -hmm. You so almost like contempt. I'm assuming, right? Well, why would you leave the state? So they go to do the welfare check, right? Yeah. You have no reason to leave the state if the the children are fine. 
Like I, she, they skipped the state after this welfare st- check yeah, started happening. So, but she could probably be just like, well, we wanted to move. Well, I know where my kids are. My kids are fine. I don't got to tell you nothing. Yeah. Right. Suspect. Right. And then, so everybody's like, okay, that's fine. We want to make sure that the kids are, mm-hmm. are safe. I mean, the same thing with David Miscavige. Let's see Shelly. Right. And he has yet to produce Shelly. She doesn't, he doesn't have to do that. That's a, why I'm saying. Because she's an adult, probably. Because she's an adult. Yeah. And she's she's yeah. within her rights to not be To found. say, hey, I don't and that's all, And that's don't all tell he my business. is, I don't want to be found. Right. She told me she didn't want to be found, and I don't have to yeah. tell you anything. I told her, hey, yeah. to produce herself, and she says no. Exactly. And but with these kids, these it's children, a little different. Yeah. Like, we need to make it's, sure. Yeah. That they are fine and that they are safe. And then we'll return them and you live about your life the yeah. way that you want. If it's me and my kids are alive, I'll be like, hey, 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 let me call up my mama and tell mm-hmm. them, hey, bring my kids out because exactly, yeah. I need to get out of this cell. Yeah. But the fact that but she she's doing yet it. to do it because she, she can't. Because they're dead. They're somewhere down knows. in the Grand Canyon she that she probably tossed them yep. off the cliff there. Yeah. 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 It's sad. It's a wild tale. Though. Like, the, like I said, there's a whole other laundry list of stuff between the ex-husbands that died, the... And they were probably trying to... Pr- the I'm just, wife that died. Like, I, I'm just it. making stuff up, but I'm just assuming they were probably trying to protect those kids. Oh, the people that died? Yeah. Yeah, they probably... Because you know, there's just too many deaths. Exactly. But you have the ex-husband. The, the dude getting shot? Like, yeah. come on. In a... Uh, during an altercation? Uh, yeah. Like a dis- disagreement? Too, too many. Yeah. Where's Monk? Suspect. <laughs> All right. Lori Vallo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know. It's, it's wild. It it's is. Wild. Because I'm like, children, this is, they depend on us adults mm-hmm. to protect them. Yeah. To be the safe people around them and when that is that is violated that trust is violated it's horrendous well that's the thing is like you know i'm all for a parent's right to do what they think they need to be done with their children like but there's a line that gets crossed where you're so brainwashed by your cult religion Mm -hmm. that you've been following that then you become a danger to your child, right? Like, and clearly, like you were saying, there's probably a connection to all these other people that have died of like, hey, Lori, this isn't good for the children. Like, it's fine if you want to do it, but don't take your children into it, you know, or, or the dad, you know, saying, well, I'm, I'm the custody battle with Ty Lee. Like, I'm going to take custody of her and because you're crazy and I don't want my daughter being raised around it. And then, you know, he ends up dead. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're probably well, dead. And, and here's probably my dead. thing. You can go ahead and raise your kids how you want. But the minute that you start to put them at risk and yeah. in danger, that's and people might be like, well, that's, you know, that's subjective. What does that it is, look And like? so that's why we do welfare checks and bring it in. And right. Let's let's talk about it. What are you doing? Right. And so, you know, as long as the basic needs are being provided for and, you They're know, not harmed, all, there's no harm, there's no, there's no concern sexual, for psychological harm, blah, blah, blah. You know, we may not agree with it, but yeah. okay, you can have your children back. Yeah. But that's the point of the welfare yeah. check. Let's check. And if make your sure kids aren't spewing, hey, we're going to kill okay. somebody yeah. or 
You know, we got to hide. And under- maybe part of the reason why she killed him, allegedly, um, per our theory, is they knew too much. I, that could potentially you know? be, and maybe the girl was like, because the girl Cause the was like fifteen. 17. Oh, she so was seventeen. She's, she's old. She's enough older. To start talking to be like, hey, but what well, do we say seventeen. She's almost meaning. And she's the boy was like what seven? Yeah, seven. Yeah. Um. You know, at some point, she's. I don't know, like if she had just turned seventeen, but she's very close to eighteen. So she's reaching that point where, okay, eighteen, I can do what I want. I'm walking. Yeah. Mom don't want that because yeah. she knows too much. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. All uh, right. Yeah, Let's yeah, take yeah, a little breaky yes, break and uh, we'll come back for your story number two. Yep. We're back to what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? Story number two. Yes. You already warned me. You're ready? Yes. I'm going to be mad. You're going to be mad. I'm getting, I'm getting ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here it is. The Oregonian. Oregon driver's ed teacher accused of sexually abusing 21 students gets six months in jail. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? Six months? 21 students? students? You want to break that one? What's the math on that? (laughs) 21? 12 hours? Yeah, it's not even like a day a a a person, is it? (laughs) Oh, see, now I got to get the calculator Well, a day out. a person would be uh, six days, right? Um, right? Without, so 21, no, it would be We're six, talking hours for 21. each one. 0.28 hours. Uh, 0.28 days. So how much is it? How much 0.28 days? Oh. 0.28 of a day, a quarter of yeah. a day. So there's yeah. 24 hours in a day. We'll just round, round down. Yeah. So yeah. a fourth That's, of a day. Yeah. So... For for this. Not even a full day. No. Not even a full motherfucking day. For this. Let me tell you what he did. Uh, So Portland Community College uh, driving instructor accused of nearly two dozen, accused by nearly two dozen girls or women of, uh, or women of sexually abusing them during lessons was sentenced February 20th to six months in jail. The Washington County District Attorney's Office said Paul Douglas Burdick. 48, pleaded guilty to six counts of third-degree sex abuse, a misdemeanor in January, records, uh, court records show. He had faced another 15 counts of sex abuse, which prosecutors later dismissed. Why? Verdict was accused of groping driving students during practice or test drives and would instruct some of the young women to perform jumping jacks to record them on his cell phone, authorities said. To watch their boobies jump up and down. The Washington County Sheriff's Office said the the suspected abuse occurred between 2012-2018 while Burdick taught driving courses at the school's Willow Creek Center in Hillsborough. This was PCC? No. uh, Yeah. Yep. Portland Community College fired him in April 2019 amid the criminal investigations. Burdick also served as a bishop at the Hillsborough Ward of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which later removed him from the post. Probably didn't kick him out the church. After Burdick's arrest in September, three of the sex abuse victims filed a lawsuit against him seeking two million each. They ain't going to get nothing. No, they ain't going to shit at him. 
I would be checking with uh, probably PCC. They didn't end up suing PCC. Hell yeah. Yeah. Can you believe that? Six months. Six months for and only And only got the lesser charge. A predator. Of what was a lesser charge that he um, was convicted of? He was, let's see, uh, uh, six, six counts abuse of third, three. third degree sex abuse. So sex abuse three, that's, that's not a registrable offense, is it? No, not, not a But the other ones was. But what, the other that? ones... Let's see. Uh, he had faced 15 counts of sex abuse. Those would yeah, have been. those would have been registrable offense. So yeah. we could have fucking kept track of him. Yeah. Now we don't have to keep. Now we don't have to keep track no. of him. Now he it gets to keep going victim. to church and having access to people. Yeah. So he lost his deaconship or whatever right. stupid title the fucking church gives him. Right. But he still gets to go. He still has access. He could still volunteer as a volunteer LDS instructor for the congregation. Yeah. And grabby grabby sex abuse of oh, Go right ahead. Yep. Yep. Fucking And it hell. wasn't one victim. It 22. And that that's says, 22 people that said, yes, this happened to me. Isn't, aren't we looking this at Weinstein? Cosby. Cosby. This is the theme, people, is that women don't come forward because they're not believed. Or if when they do, bullshit punishment like this happens. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And statutes of the limitations. That's the other thing that I looked up from the Cosby episode or podcast was like, what is the statute of limitations for like sex offenses? I think it's like what? Three years? Three six? years in Oregon. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. That's so that bullshit. means a victim who could be say 12 and under 18, it's like 10 years. Like, okay. Yeah. If it so let's say somebody that's 18. 18. Yeah. So you're 18 years old. Traumatized. You're getting, you're getting I got traumatized. She's playing gropey grope. And you're like three, Ugh. four years, four years pass, five years pass. You start talking about one night with your girlfriend. And somebody says, that's like, not right. And you were like, yeah, it didn't feel right, but I didn't know. And, you know, then you go and, oh, no, you we can't file charges because right. the statute of limitations. Why is there even a statute of limitations for crimes that primarily happen to women? I think. Uh, Why? Why? Patriarchy? Yeah. Well, yeah, because look at all these uh, men that have been in Congress yeah. and uh, who've been oh, doing all kinds of stuff. Can you imagine the yeah. number of They're fucking like, people? Hey, if somebody could, reports me, yeah, it, uh, hey, I don't want to be go. coming back three, 10 years later and mm -hmm. that person now charging me. Yeah. So let's make it three. Yep. Ah, son of a bitch. Yep. Oh, see, you got me blood boiling. Yeah. You got me blood boiling. <laughs> you got me you. talking weird and oh, <laughs> yeah, good Lord. Yep. So there <sighs> we go, people. We are we are never believed. Wusha. And these young girls, okay? I'm like, can you imagine? I here, I have a son who went through driver's ed. I remember dropping him off at his little class mm -hmm. where they actually do the little driving too, mm -hmm. dropping him off there so he can get his drivers, mm -hmm. whatever's, yeah. you know, get the practice in. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine if that was my daughter and this is what I'm doing. Right. And that she kept it to herself. Right. Clearly didn't say anything. Yep. And how many, uh, my, my thing too is how many people from that ward, the LDS ward, mm -hmm. Maybe had daughters that were going to PCC. And he says, oh, you, you know, I'm an instructor at PCC. They could come and have a class with me. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Grooming, yeah. all of it. I mean. Yep. yep. Did, did we ever talk <sighs> about that um, uh, guy, that probation officer, that former probation officer from Clackamas County that was arrested for sex abuse? Uh, no. 
We yeah. didn't bring that one up. Yeah, that was maybe, maybe we should bring it up to the table. Yeah. I think before it was before we started. We started but that might have been what got us started. Yeah, we started talking about that. Yeah, and we we're like we should do it to podcast yeah. amongst the many other stories. other stories. But that person was a member of the LDS Church. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not to say. I mean, I'm not saying LDS, all the men there, or all but the what I'm there. saying is the Catholic and the LDS and the Jehovah Witness and a lot of other organized religions don't have a very good track record when it comes holding its people there, accountable for yeah, sex abuse. There's, there's something there. There's, there's something there going on. A lot of privacy and secrecy happening, and and those typically are patriarchal yep. systems. Mm -hmm. I don't know of any ladies holding any high right? places in exactly. LDS. Yeah. I don't know of any women being held mm -hmm. in high regards mm -hmm. in these other, you know, yeah. these other it's very uh, male dominated and run. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. The, you know, that, men um, abducted in plain sight. That was an LDS. That, I mean, we, the list yeah. can go on and on. Yeah. We got, there's an issue there. Yeah. All right. Well, my second story Coming from Jason. By the way, Jason, will you please stop messing around and heal up and just quit having all these things happen? Medical issues. Medical. Like, you deserve a break. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. Um, I'm putting your stuff out there. Jason had to have his appendix out. But I will say this. Jason uh, was an EMT when he worked in uh, Alaska. Yeah. Like, um, because he worked at a mine that was like way up in the art near the Arctic Circle, so you had to fly in to get in. So they Great. they had like a yeah. you know clinic, hospital, or not like a full hospital, but yeah. like medical. Yeah, like everything had to be on site. Yeah. So part of what he did was volunteer to be in the EMT crew, so to respond to oh, any the emergencies yeah. or what. Yeah. So thank goodness. Yeah. He's trained. Yeah. Because. I mean, when his husband got ill, he knew signs and symptoms to yeah. look for. He was able to talk to the doctors about what was happening. Um, and so this incident, he said he was feeling some pain during the day and, yeah. you know, went home from work and got home and he just like, you know, still wasn't feeling Something better. And right. so he did the, I guess, you know, you can press on the right side and then release. And if it's excruciating pain, that's a sign that it's appendicitis. And because he knew to do that. Yeah. He did that on the right like the right side like lower like where? right like back? it's like your hip bone and then you go like two fingers in or something like that so in the front <laughs> yeah so like oh, you two take your in? hip bone ain't and then go a little bit in there ain't nothing and then but push rolls a little bit it'll you know i gotta push yeah. a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah jason has a little less 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 flesh in that area than we do um so, yeah, so he did that, and he told his husband, hey, we need to go to the hospital. I think I have, a, have an appendicitis. Sure enough, and he gets there, and the doctor said, it's a good thing you came in. Good self-diagnosis. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'd be just like, oh, it'll go away. It'll of go course. away. I'll take some ibuprofen. Oh, yeah, you would. You know, you would. I'll be fine. I'm fine. I'll be fine. Legs it's just a flesh wound. Legs it's a all hanging flesh off. wound. <laughs> So Jason, get well, get better, feel better soon. I mean, he's already out of the hospital. It's one no. of those where they're just in and out. Oh well, then good thing I didn't. There was a story about a girl getting tonsil like her tonsils out what? a minute into her surgery. She flatlines, <gasps> and she's only like seven, eight, oh something my like God. that. Yeah, died. Yeah, fucking hell, Jesus! A minute into the surgery, what the? What killed her? I don't know. They're going to do an autopsy. <sighs> Damn. That's got to, I mean, you go in there. Routine. Collectively, he's like, yeah, that's like routine. Basic. 
that's like but that tells you there is no routine there is when no you routine. go under there's no it's routine. still it's still an invasive it's, procedure in your body yeah yeah it's still serious okay so back to my story brought to you by jason <laughs> <laughs> uh this comes from cairo seven um that's the source cairo seven yeah it's uh i think that's one of the uh um seattle area news channels oh okay okay uh yeah seattle um trail runner with broken leg rescued after crawling on all fours for more than 10 hours too you brought it too i brought it to the table great man's thinking like i was like holy moly right i think it was a fractured ankle of some sort yeah so well let me tell you okay a trail runner who broke his leg on a remote snowy trail on the olympic peninsula over the weekend said he had to crawl for nearly seven hours to get cell phone service to call for help then crawled several more hours until red rescuers found him. I had to crawl on all fours and my knees. It's rocky, snowy, dirty, wet trail. And after a while, my knees were just raw. Oh, I bet. Joseph Oldendorf, in an interview with Cairo 7 from his hospital bed in Harborview Medical in Seattle. Um, so I had the idea to put my shoes over them so I'd at least have some traction and a bit of protection. But they were still... They're still really messed up. Oh, yeah. Oldendorf, who has been since been released from the hospital, said he crawled for about 10 and a half hours after he slipped on ice and broke his legs three inches up from the ankle around 545. Legs? Uh, legs. It wasn't Sorry. just, oh, okay. Broke his leg. Um, he said he was running in, to the Duck a Bush Trail about 12 miles into a 20-mile run when he was injured. I had to be facing chest down for not to be... I had to be facing chest down for it not to be flopping out of alignment. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, 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 okay. You had to be chest down. So I'm guessing like he had to be crawling, like he couldn't, like like maybe turn over and scoot, maybe you know, oh, because like, the ankle uh, would go floppity flop. Uh, After crawling for hours in some re- sub freezing temperatures, Ullendorf said he finally had cell phone service to call for help around 12.30 a.m. So it's nighttime. It's cold. That's a good battery. <sighs> right? Because you know he was probably listening to music or something, you know? Yeah. Um, was located by rescuers um, on the ground close to 4.30 in the morning. I had no idea how long it was going to be, and I knew that I was still probably six miles down the trail. I stopped to lay down and stay warm, thinking they might be there relatively soon, but it was too cold, and there was no way I could do it without moving. Oh, so he knew he had to keep moving to keep warm. Stay warm, warm, yeah. So I decided to keep moving towards them. The 26-year-old said he thought his family also kept kept him moving. I I don't want my family to hear I died in the wilderness. I think it would be unbearable. Coast Guard helicopter arrived around 7 a.m. and airlifted Ollendorf, who was hypothermic when found. This was definitely a rugged part of the Olympic National Forest, said firefighter Jerry Rule. Um, We actually found the patient about four and a half miles in, which is pretty unusual for a typical fire department to go on. Um, Doesn't make much, doesn't take much, doesn't take much to take you out of the game on those trails and by yourself said rule he's a lucky guy we have we on our way out after evacuating him by helicopter we only ran into two other individuals and they were not going as far as we were 
Ugh. OMG. Oh, yeah. And there's a picture. Like, you can kind of see his knees are just jacked oh. up. Ugh. I don't even want to look. That, that looking at Ugh. damage like that, I don't. Yeah. Was he in shorts? No, he wasn't in he shorts. He must have. Well, I mean, I don't know. Probably tore through because he said it was cold. It was yeah. cold. So he probably, so he had, probably some had like of, some sort of sweater or those or tights, the, the yeah. thermal or thermal type that tights. They probably ripped. But, yeah, thin. And they ripped. I mean, because his knees are jacked. Like you can see scab and raw, like just. Yeah. And he's like having to crawl. Ugh. I, yeah. Ugh. I, okay. How the would you do pain. it? Yeah. How would well, you do it? Well, it's adrenaline. I mean, the only way he did this was adrenaline. There's no but way. Wouldn't you want to try to get like sticks or something to keep it from floppy but around? Would you, would you got nothing to, you know, to make it? Like, something. Tear a shirt off yeah. from underneath you. Something. Make it like a splint. Something to keep it from flippity flops. <sighs> See that, you know, that just makes you not want to go outside. <laughs> At least not into the wilderness. Man, that's the start of agoraphobia. <laughs> Stay out of the wilderness. This yeah. is the kind of shit that. Or maybe don't go by yourself. Right. Never oh, go yeah. alone. That, that's what they tell you anyway. Or have a plan. I mean, you go out in the wilderness. Yeah. Cougars and everything else. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, he could have been easily cougar bait. Yeah. Like, well, that's that one. A, that one dude that ended up fighting that little baby cougar. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he could have been prime killed. target for yummy, yum, yum. Because yeah. he ain't going nowhere. He's not no. running. And then no cell service where you're oh, at? God. Holy moly. That's another thing. Maybe only go where there's cell service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he probably made that run multiple times. Like, it wasn't one his like it, first you know? rodeo. Yeah. I mean, he's, like, what did he say? He was 12 miles into his run? Yeah. That's a runner. That's yeah. a, clearly a guy yeah. who runs a lot. Who's so, athletic, who's built. So it was, maybe yeah. he had never been on that trail, but he's probably done multiple trail runs yep. before this. Never had an issue. In yep. and out, no problem. Yeah. I'm sure he'll probably be up on the, Damn. you know, running soon. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he'll probably yeah. be right back out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. You know, and then at that point, that's when I say, okay, you're on your own, boo. Maybe you take a little, um, you know, like a little runner's backpack and you put the, you put some ankle um, braces in it just in case. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, those like Velcro kind or whatever, or the yeah. ones that with the laces. Or a little first aid kit. Little mini first aid kit. Yeah, just run with that, you know. You know, wrap some gauze around that or some I, ace I, bandage. Yeah, something. Yeah. Um, maybe some like instant, like something that I see. I see yeah. some. Uh, Let's just take a lucrative things. <laughs> Let's just take a whole backpack with you when you're running. A, a product that is like like uh, you know those uh, life vests that when you pull the thing it inflates. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Little ankle things. Oh. So they're they're compact, right? So yeah. you, they're small enough to fit in a nice backpack because you don't want to like if you're a trail runner, you don't want to be oh backpack, yeah right not running twenty miles, but something that you know is flat and odd and it has a little compression in it or compressor, and then you if you need it, it goes and, and so it then it inflates around your and then Whew, that could hurt yeah, but oh. it could save your life. Well, I bet you the knees. Were okay, hurting. I'm I'm patenting that that um, idea. Invention. Don't take Don't it. Don't be people. stealing my invention idea. What's going on? What is probably it? already exists on Shark Tank. Shark bait or Shark Tank, <laughs> like uh, Frankie and Grace did. Yeah. Did you watch the news? I did. Yeah. Okay. I did. Um. All right. How how long is your next one? Do we do we um, give me a the long next one? one? No, the next one is kind of uh, it's short. All right. But so I'm looking through Twitter, you okay. know, checking things out, and then I saw this one. CPS social worker threatens mom 
who asks about her criminal record. Threaten the mom who asked about her who criminal record. Who asked about record. the social worker's criminal, criminal record. record. A current, How and I, the, I'm going to, I'll tell wait, you why now, I'm bringing look, this. I'm a, there's a caveat here. Yeah. Is this an actual social worker or a case worker who works in social services? It's Because we need to make sure that it's an case, actual well, it's a case person with a social worker degree. It's a caseworker case worker. that works for social services. Social okay. services. Let's call her that. Let's yeah. not call her social worker. I, I'm just reading what the article is I saying. know, but the article, that's my but biggest hold beef, on, people. Hold on, hold on. When you're writing you start, articles. Before you start getting riled. Make sure riled. they're actually social workers. Okay. Before you start getting okay. riled. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you why I'm bringing it up. No, I think it should be brought up. No, 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 no. Don't say nothing because okay, right. you're going to end up oh, eating crow. Okay. Well, so, she's an actual social worker. I, 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 I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, go. Okay, go. So, is it uh, Emily Clark? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, a current child protective services social worker threatened a mother whose child she serves after the mother asked a social worker about the numerous aliases she uses according to the social worker's criminal record. Mother Andrea Packwood a president of California Family Advocacy, learned that Contra Costa County social worker Asia Cheetah has a history of arrest. I don't know if that's how to say her last name. Chidi, C-H-I-D-I. Um, so Packwood obtained the Broward Sheriff's Office records in Florida on Back Shadonna. Yeah, on Shadonna Monique Bell, also known Shadonna Monique Thomas, also known Donna Monique Thomas, also known Asia Hasina Cheetah, also known as Asia H. Cheetah Chadi, also known as Corey Bell. So he's got a lot of uh, aliases. Cheetah was a Ch Chidi, I guess, Chidi was arrested on May 27, 2007 and charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, disorderly conduct, breach of what? the police, breach of peace, resisting officer, obstruct without violence, and criminal mischief. <laughs> the the records show that Chidi has three tattoos, including a right thigh tattoo that reads she double. When Packwood <laughs> I, I want you to think about this article though. When Packwood inquired about Chidi's past, Chidi became confrontational over text message with Packwood. So here's the here's what the response was from uh Asia. If you address me by any other name other than Asia Chidi, I take that as a threat, <gasps> verbal abuse to be inappropriate, to be threatening, an attempt on your part to intimidate me and children and family services. I have formed you in my previous text of the consequences should you threaten me or call me outside of my legal name. It is your choice to do so or not. Should you choose to do so, the action stated will be taken. What the? Yeah. Packwood accused the county of being well aware of the complacent, complacement, complacent. Uh, Contra Costa County CPS did not provide comment on this report. In nearby Sacramento County, the Sacramento Bee reported in 2009 a review of the agency. And then it goes into, you know, review of the agencies, yeah. the employees that have criminal records. So I'm bringing it employees up because I was Employees like, that have criminal records? Yeah. I'm bringing it up because I was like, okay, where, where's the threat? 
I think the text was, call me by my what my name is. Your text, you continue to badger well, me. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess she's saying about I consider past. this a threat. And yeah, so, like you're intimidating, trying yeah. to intimidate me because but you're I'm bringing sure up my that past. intimidating. That's just asking like, hey, what's up with this? Yeah, but I'm Tell assuming, I'm assuming the article was like multiple times. The lady kept saying, and you, that you're not calling me by my real name. I already told you what my real name is. And now you're, you know, one of your going, aliases, I would say. You, you yeah, looked one me of your up aliases. And you found something yeah. on me. Right. So I'm like, I was like, well, who is, what is this? So it comes from national file is the, uh, source. Okay. National file. And I'm looking through and I'm looking at national file and I'm like, son of a gun. A lot of articles done by Ann Coulter. Oh, uh, articles that, you know, have stuff that is like, so, um, Racist, yeah, because she's so, a fucking racist. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just stuff that is just like so inappropriate. Because I started thinking, I'm like, what do you care? Like, why is this making right. some yeah. type of national on Twitter? You know, national news. What what's up with this? Mm -hmm. And then I'm reading. All of a sudden, it becomes all these other stories about lesbian politician taking kids to drag queen story hour oh. is morally superior to buying them. You know. Yeah. And then in Scotland, a drag queen, Flo Jobs, speaks at elementary school with local politicians. So it's trying to incite. Yeah, right. Trying yeah. to incite. Right. So now all of a sudden we have CPS is mm -hmm. now hiring social workers okay. with yeah. criminal backgrounds. Right, right, right. <laughs> you yeah. know? And the woman happens to be a woman of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, 2017. Yeah. That's, what is that, 13, 14 years ago? 2017. Or 2007. That's, yeah. 13, 13 years, ago. years yeah. ago. Which were not the same right. as we are today. Right. So, yeah, she And it's possible a, that something happened and, and she did she, get arrested. Yes. She did her time. Has and no did, other record after yeah, that. Right. And yeah. now you want to be and bringing it And they were aware of it when she got hired and they were okay with it. Yeah. And now you want to be bringing it up. Maybe some of it was unfounded. I mean, just because you're arrested doesn't mean you're guilty. That's right. And now you want to bring it up mm -hmm. to throw shade on the lady. So it's to, a way to to get some, uh, you know. Yeah. I just found that because I I was like, oh, let me, you know, yeah. let me see what this is about. So I guess I'm bringing it up regarding the our critical thinking when we're reading right. articles. It's kind of like when when we do rapid fire. Yes, like, exactly. You're just reading the title. And, and we get fired making up. a judgment and we get fired up and da, da, da. I can still be fired about the social worker thing. Oh yeah. She's yeah. yeah. Like that. I mean, that is a thing yeah. that is commonly a misconception. Uh, child service workers are often called social workers yeah. in, in journalism by journalists. Yeah. And they are not necessarily social workers. They right. are not in a social worker position. They do not have a degree in social work. And, to be called a social worker, you have to have that degree. So, and this article doesn't say right. whether she is or right. So, so that's yeah. why I say she probably was a caseworker. Yeah, we don't know if she was a social worker. And I, this is why we talk about critical thinking. Don't just click on any article and believe that it's true and then yep. share it and then you know check your sources. There's a lot of good um, websites out there yeah. you can check the truth. Um, if you're looking, I, I, I try to do that more and more. Like I'll see something and I'm like, hmm, 
before I share this, repost it, I'm gonna I'm just gonna look and make yeah, sure it make corroborates, sure that, you know, because yeah. it's from some source that I'm like not really familiar with. Mm -hmm. And yeah, a lot of times I've found like it's been false, you know. Yeah. And or I'll check somebody else's and be like, yeah, that ain't right. That's fake, fake news. Because now that we're in an election year, it's gonna start ratcheting it up even more. Yeah. To get people start. Oh yeah. You know, start clicking going on after stuff like yeah. Stuff. yeah. yeah. And then it trying to incite hate exactly. and everything or else. dissuade you from voting for this, you know, person yeah. because blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? People, people make mistakes. She Absolutely. was 13 years younger than what she is now. Right. We don't know the whole details no. of it. And, mm. you know, if somebody was trying to throw that in my face. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, hey. No. Although it is a little suspect she has so many aliases. Yeah. That. That gives my little spidey senses some like, what, but why, again, why so many? Why you keep but, changing your name? But then again, I don't know. And yeah, of, there maybe there's a because maybe of who there's this... an explanation to it. We don't know. Yeah, but she I does have a she devil tattoo. <laughs> and that's the other thing I was like, like why what does that matter? Yeah. That's just what show, she got. Let's try to you know insinuate she's evil. Right, she has a she devil tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Or that there's something wrong with right. her because she's because exactly. um, she has a tattoo. Tattoos. Yeah, because she's got three tattoos. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so that makes her that even less credible. That was a good one. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break and I'll come back with my next story. <laughs> All right, we back. Two. What are you bringing to the table? Rack here for my third story of the day of the episode. Uh, this story comes from KGW8, local um, NBC affiliate here in Portland, Oregon. When did it come out? Um, this one was just on the 18th of February. Um, so, third grade teacher in Portland fighting deportation. A third grade Spanish immersion teacher at Bridge K-8 school was ordered deported by an immigration judge last month. He's now fighting to stay in the U.S. Jeez. Because oh, he's such a fucking risk. Right, right. A third grade teacher in southeast Portland is facing deportation after an immigration judge ruled that he must leave the country. Hector Canedo Sanchez teaches a, at Bridger K-8 school in Portland's Montevilla neighborhood. He was brought to the U.S. illegally as a child and has been allowed to live and work in the country under the Deferred Action for Children Arrivals, also known as DACA. While he still was while he still has active DACA status, the federal government has been pushing to deport Canedo Sanchez because of a drunk driving charge in 2016. Immigration officials continued to push for deportation even after Canedo Sanchez completed a diversion program and was and the charge was dismissed. Canedo Sanchez continues to teach as his lawyers appeal the deportation. Portland Public School Superintendent Guadalupe Guerrero um, has been vocal in supporting of Canedo Sanchez, going as far as to testify at his immigration hearing that Canedo, Canedo Sanchez should be allowed to stay in the U.S. and should continue to teaching in the school district. Canedo Sanchez, 30, is in his second year teaching Spanish immersion at Bridger. It's pretty amazing. I feel like I'm able to connect with them on cultural responsive level, says Canedo Sanchez. I'm noticing that connection with all my students, regardless of their background or whether their language is English or Spanish. Nearly two in five students at Bridger are Hispanic and one quarter of the learning English 
are learning English as a second language. When we met Canedo Sanchez at the school, his students were chanting his name in the courtyard after school. Oh my God, it's making me upset. Um, something he says he they do almost every day. It's humbling for me to hear that or hear them do that, and it just fills me with the energy too. Like really to come back and be be on for them. Oh, be on for them. Yeah. Despite support from his students, Canendo Sanchez doesn't know how long he has left in the classroom. Last month, a federal immigration judge in Portland, Judge Richard Zanferdino, ordered that Canedo Sanchez be deported. I was really thinking about just my daughter. I can't even express in words how hard it hard it's difficult to to think about it. I don't visualize it, Canedo Sanchez, who has a seven-year-old daughter. Uh, oh, my God. How old is he? 30 years old, was brought to uh, the U.S. when he was eight. Um, he says, I knew I was an immigrant, immigrant, but I didn't know I was different. His mentor and former high school teacher, Susan Angela and Angelata Bartley, said he was a gifted student who excelled in AP classes and classes that also earned him college credits. Ugh. Hector's the only student who I have ever had who walked from his house and said, I want to be school on a snow day. He wanted to be there because he was really dead set on achieving his goal of being a first in his family to go to college. Achieving the dream was tricky, not because of his grades or GPA, but because he was undocumented. Um, and Angelata Bartley worked hard to find the school, a school that would accept him despite his immigration status. Whitman College in Washington accepted Canedo Sanchez and offered him a $55,000 scholarship. He received his this full scholarship and has opened doors for people who come who are, uh, and who are coming behind him. Um, yeah. Um, after Canedo Sanchez graduated college, he became a father to a daughter named Kelly. <laughs> she's cute. Oh my God, she's so cute! <laughs> <laughs> um, in 2012, he applied for and received DACA status. Under DACA, he could live and work in the U.S., but would have to update his status every two years. Um, let's see. Over the next several years, he said his relationship with his wife fell apart. The marriage was, you know, not looking good. I think there was just a lot of strain on the family from many different fi areas financially. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. he wants to work, but he can't. Yeah. Um, he said it culminated in his lowest point in 2016 when he was arrested in Washington County for drunk driving. The DUI charge and triggered immigration proceedings. He lost his DACA status and spent a month in um, immigration and customs enforcement detention. Addictions happen. I mean, Mistakes drinking happen. happens. Like yeah. he probably wasn't even an alcoholic. He yeah. just was, you know, lamenting the loss yeah. of his divorce and the separation of his family. And just, Look at you this know, police officer probably that's... thought like, I'll go out and just fucking, you know, I'll just yeah. go. Who hasn't? Right. Anybody who drinks has done, has used alcohol to numb a situation at least yeah. once. Right. Yeah. And he made the mistake of getting behind the wheel, which right. we do not condone at all. Right. And he also did the diversion program, which yeah. he was entitled to do right. on the first DUI, completed it. And the charge was then dismissed. Yeah. So it's not even existent. It's non-existent. Yeah. But fucking immigration tried to say, well, you broke the law. You, you're you done. Yeah. Um, so. No second looks. No, yeah. Um, it just goes on to talk more about how he uh, started working for PBS. 
um, because of a program where he could teach in the classroom while getting his graduate degree. So like here again, this man is working to better himself. Mm -hmm. He's working in a service profession, helping other children. He's not taking from anybody. This is not the kind of person that we need to get rid of. Right. Like this, he's not taking he's from not anybody. He's not a murderer. He's, he's not, not, you know, he like he's kill not a multi convicted felon that's, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, oh my um, God. So I have been to that school, Bridger. Oh, yeah. And yeah. And um, I went there, I think last year or something. And it was interesting that one of the assignments that they had, mm -hmm. the kids had, was to talk. Or they did a art project on um, the deportations or immigration issues, uh -huh. and it was really impactful to see um, these kids talking about or or drawing mm -hmm. about their fear. Yeah, of oh, kids. I mean, they wow. had drawings of kids in in cages. They had you know pictures that represented their families. And then, you know, being deport, like, right. of separation. Yeah. And I'm like, as I'm listening to this story, it's like, this is, it's real. Like, yeah, they may be worried about their parents when they go off mm -hmm. to work. But here mm -hmm. you have this teacher. It's real. Yeah. Like, it just slaps it right into yep. your face to say, this is real. Right? Like, how many of his students are like, well, if it can happen to Mr. Canedo, it can happen gonna, to it us. It can totally happen to my mom or yep. my dad or my cousin or me. Yep. You know, yep. like, yeah. And this is not the fucking people that need to be deported. No. Like, I mean, if anybody really needs to be, to be deported, right? Like, yeah. let's just look at like, what is the, what is the need to deport anybody? But this is certainly not the type of person that is bringing our country any harm. Right. He's no different than any anybody else. Like you said, the police chief yeah. got a fucking DUI. What he got to do? A hundred plus thousand dollars and retire. Right. Right. Because he's a white man who happened to be born in born, this country. Who happened to be born here. Like, fuck you. Ugh. So who knows how this will end? Um, it's It doesn't seem... there's There doesn't seem like to be a light at the end of this tunnel. You know? Mm -hmm. Because... They're making it so specific now around, oh, yep, you messed up once. Doesn't matter what you did. Doesn't matter mm -hmm. what you did to correct the thing. You're done, you know? And now, I mean, what is it? Next week, they're going to start enacting the the newly, uh, what do they call it? Um, drain on social system or whatever. Where oh, yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. decided to, if you if you are going to be a, a drain on public services, you resources, can't, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Uh, uh, you be better in, make sure you can stand on your own. Right. Yeah. If you have yeah. any thoughts of. If you're using getting, any public assistance, yeah. you will not get any kind of uh, uh, residency. You can't be naturalized. Yeah. Or, Fucking yeah, bullshit. a residency card. Fucking vote. Yeah. yeah. Fucking vote. Because this Which is the kind of is, shit that... Yeah, because it puts children, fascism, it puts fascism. children at risk. Yeah. Because if you're... If you... If the adult is not legal here, mm -hmm. 
they can't apply for it's not like they can't the get the services anyway no so they're the services are right. for the children mm-hmm. that ha- that were exactly. born here yeah so if they're not able to access those services what's going to what happen happens? to the children what are going to happen to the family they're going to be homeless they're going to be yeah no food yeah no, you know so they're in in bigger <sighs> Straits. So again, we think of women, women mm-hmm. who are majority of the single parents. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're reliant, and as we talked about, women are the caretakers. Yep. Women are the ones that are having to take off of work to mm-hmm. go take them to the doctor, you know, take their children to the doctor if they're sick, whatever. And if you have a single parent that can't rely on some, some type of subsidy mm-hmm. to help, I mean, that's well, and a lot of the women in these cases were escaping domestic violence. Yeah, like they came yeah. here on a domestic violence visa, yeah. and or now able to remain. they're afraid to go and seek services because I'd ra- yeah, because my I'm man is be, working. I'm going to be considered a, considered a public charge, or so or my or man is working. They're not going to get out of a domestic violence relationship because. My man is working. Yeah. I'm getting my ass beat every night, but at least I won't be a public charge. Or I can at least have yeah. a roof over my kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, we ain't calling nobody anymore. We're just we going to suffer need through this. this. This is. Yeah. This. We don't need this no. in our country. We've got to find. I'm not saying the immigration system is by any means working. Right. Like you got people that their paperwork was filed and won't be processed was filed in the nineties and right. still hasn't processed. So there isn't some, there's some things that aren't working, but this isn't the way to deal with it. No, no. You have a person that's paying taxes, contributing to our society and you're going to get rid of him. Right. Cause, cause he had cause a, they taken our job. Cause he had a DUI. Well, like, see that they're taking our job. That's entitled. Nobody stopped you from getting that job. I, uh, getting a teaching degree. Right? Yeah. Ugh. Those yeah. are, that's the worst thing is when I hear that. No, you're just competing yeah. with somebody that has skills exactly. that are better than yours. Or you're not even competing with them because you didn't bother to go to, to school apply. and try to get an yeah. education and learn a second oh, language. And by the way, the fields need to be picked. Right? Yeah. There's a job out there out for there. you. Yeah. That's the thing that used to piss me off all the time when yeah. we would, uh, when I, you know, in one of the jobs I used to work uh, for one of the public agencies here in our community. And there were cuts and because the position that I, you know, was in was a quote unquote protected position because uh-huh. I spoke two languages uh-huh. and people used to get so mad about that. Right. right? White people. Yeah. White man in particular. Yeah. So mad about it. Yeah. Well, I don't know why we have to do this. And, da, da, da. and I was like, look, I didn't grow up speaking Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that there was an opportunity for me if I learned Spanish. Mm-hmm. One that, and one it connected to me to my culture. It's part of my you know mm-hmm. culture and my heritage. But also, like, hmm, this might be allow me to get a job that maybe other people couldn't get. There was another you person, and I and that. I and I said to them, every one of you could have done the same thing. Right. Every one of you went to college when you were in college. You could have went on an exchange program and learned Spanish, but you didn't. Right. So don't come at me with your bullshit about how, oh, I don't think it's fair. Right. No, I found that that would be an opportunity for me, an opportunity to serve. An additional an skill. An additional skill. And so I did it. Yeah. So fuck you, Mr. White Man. It's the same thing as saying, uh, well, I don't think it's fair. You have more education than me. Uh, what? 
you have the same opportunity. Right? You can get Isn't it. Isn't so, that what they say? Like, pull yourself up by the bootstraps? By your own Everybody, bootstraps. Everybody's got opportunity? Right. Okay. Aren't you self-made? It's only except for <laughs> right. when you're infringing on right? my entitlement. Exactly. Exactly. When, when I think that should be my job. Yeah. I exactly. Think, you know. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. All yeah. right. Well, should we go Sorry, into some sir. rapid fire? Yeah. Should we take a break or um, we got time for Let's see. We could probably uh, do a couple, get in a couple of the rapid fires before we have to shut her down. Okay. All right. What you got? Well, hold on. Let me pull them up because Anonymous continues to be coming busy, in strong. Busy, busy, coming busy, in strong. Busy. Yep. Um, let's see. And I haven't even looked at, like, I don't look at them because I'm like, I also. <laughs> I also like want to uh, be surprised. Yeah. Okay. Um, no more Mondays. Colorado school district leads the nation in four day school weeks. I saw that article. Actually, I read that article. <laughs> I, I love was... it. Can we do that for work? I, I think that I, I saw another article that talked about a lot of companies are moving to a four day work week. Uh, so let's go. Sounds great let's to me. Bring Although, it on. here's the thing: I want the I want was the it Microsoft. Yeah, I want the Microsoft. The pay of a five week, exactly. five day work week, forty not, hours. Yeah, not uh, not forty not hours. Forty 30, hours, squished, two hours squashed into right. four days. Yeah, no, I want an eight hour day for four days. Yes, and the same pay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I um, it. I think, I think there was a school district. I thought there was a school district in Oregon that did that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't, but I know it was found to definitely help like, yeah. with, with retention, um, like school attendance, um, you know, all, all of the things that are helpful. Yeah. 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 I also think they should start later in the morning. I, so do I. I mean, kids aren't, kids aren't well, on, on an Well, but then class. again, here's the thing. But then again, a lot of parents have to work in the Well, morning. no, it is. So it, transportation it is convenient could be, for a parent. Yeah. But if we brought in more flexible workplaces. <laughs> working from home. Right. <laughs> I mean, you got to do documentation. You can sit in your couch and do documentation. Right. You could run and get your kid, come back and do your documentation. Yeah. You could do, put in a lot of laundry. we live in a society While that you says, can sit and do your documentation. Oh, yeah. We yeah. live in a society that says, I don't trust you. Right. I exactly. think you got my it's job power and you can't do yep. the job the way that I can. Exactly. And I want to make sure and I got to make sure job. Yeah. when everybody freaking knows you can be sitting in your damn office, not yeah. doing a damn thing. Cause Lord yeah. knows I did on more than one occasion. <laughs> yeah. I ain't lying. Just there, cause you're there. Don't mean you're productive. I probably have wasted more than one day at work cause I was so burnt out. Yeah. And I'm just like, do the minimum for that day. Right. And the rest of the day, I'm on my phone scrolling away. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, ugh. Love it. Though. All right. Um, well, this one also comes from Jason. Um, a California woman divorced her husband of 22 years because she voted for Donald Trump. It's an, she, obviously an older okay, article. So she divorced her or, husband. They've been married 22 years and she divorced him because he voted for Donald Trump. Good for her. Good for Would her. You? I believe it was more than just that. <laughs> you know, anytime Kenny was talking about, because he, Kenny was like, yeah, you know, he's not into politics. And when Trump was running and stuff like that, he would be like, well, did you hear the Trump do, 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 or the Hillary emails? Every single time I said, you know what, Kenny? I said, let me tell you something. <laughs> Every time you bring up about the damn emails, 
and you don't bring up that this fool is lying every single time he opens his mouth. But yet you want to go after a female around elusive, alleged, alleged elusive yeah. emails that yeah. goodness knows where right. these elusive emails are. Yep. But you hear that fool up there every single time lying. Yep. You see him, you know, talking, talking about, about women? women inappropriately. Mm -hmm. And all the best that people can bring, the freaking emails. Mm -hmm. You're so disgusted that this lady deleted emails, <laughs> but not disgusted with the other stuff. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Get him. I, I, yeah. So I applaud this lady. <laughs> I'm a, I'm sure it's more than just that. I'm sure it's the attitude. Oh, yeah. I'm that sure. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought. Oh, that yeah, he was, definitely. you know, misogynistic. And yep. she's just saying, done. Yep. Yep. So done. Bye, boo. Done. Sign. Bye. And don't forget my, Bye. Uh, what's the, the check that you got to give me? My alimony. Uh, alimony. <laughs> don't forget that alimony, baby. And your purse, pension, whatever it is. I know like when, when during the election, I was like with Andy, I was like, you're not voting for, like, yeah. I mean, I didn't think he would, yeah. but like, I was just like, just to make sure we're clear, clear. in this house, we vote blue. Yes. So I don't care if I have to fill it out for you, yeah. which I would never would, because that would be a violation of law. So I would never <laughs> do that. Um, well, he but has if to I had to it. sit there and watch you do yeah. it, like... I was like, and no, thing, we my, ain't doing that in this yeah. house. My we thing isn't don't whether, even think about it. My thing wasn't whether you voted Republican or it was that fool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if he had said, yeah, I'll vote for Bush because I think. Do, do, do. OK. Yeah. But that fool. Yeah. That fool. I know that that's the that was it's him. It's, and it's nothing. And it has the, nothing for me. Has nothing to do with yeah. your Republican beliefs or my, you know, because they're great Republicans. There are great Democrats. Mm -hmm. There are horrible Democrats, and there are horrible Republicans. Right. But that fool There's is a level horrible. Of, yeah. Altogether. Yeah. That's what. That's my thing. Is that this is a level of authoritarianism and fascism <sighs> that no. Yeah. We're not doing this. No. We're not doing this. No. Yeah. Yeah. So good for her. Yeah. So order, older sure. article, but also still relevant because we're in the new yeah. election year now. So ladies. So ladies. You need to figure vote it out. For figure it out. People that are not going to put their hands on your bodies. Exactly. Figuratively and. Literally. Literally. Grabbing <laughs> yeah. that pussy. There you go. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll finish it up when we come back. <laughs> and we're back. Two, what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? Rapid fire, finishing it up with our rapid fire I stories. Have, I might need torn. two. I need torn. two. I need an extra one. Yeah. We got two more left. Oh, we, we just got two more. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was only our first ones, right? No, yeah. I thought I did two. Did you do two? Didn't I do two? Did I do two? No. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. okay. I guess more. I got some. Okay. All right. All right so it. this one comes from Anonymous. Okay. Woman with bullet in her head given Band-Aid. Released from hospital. I'm going to read the little snippet. A woman who had a bullet lodged in her head was sent home by doctors with Band-Aids and antibiotics after they said it just was a graze. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, a graze would be a flesh wound. Uh, yes. With no imaging that had a bullet in her no fucking hole. head. 
Like they, they had to have known there was a bullet in lodged in her head. That means they did an X-ray. I think and maybe they afterwards. saw it. I oh, think so afterwards. maybe like they, she comes in. She, she comes in. It's a like, graze. It's a flesh wound. Let's put a bandaid on it, boo. Yeah. She goes and home. And then probably goes she's back. Probably and then suffering it's like there, else. more headaches or something. And then they actually see this is why this yeah. is proof. Women aren't believed. <laughs> Pain levels aren't believed. Yeah. There's probably a woman of color on top of it. <laughs> you knew it. You knew it. You Not even know given it. any painkillers, given some ibuprofen. Not I'm for a given ibuprofen. Probably for told, hey, you can take some ibuprofen. Yeah. For a grace, they wouldn't give you no, yeah. you know, medication. Oh and she probably came back and God. said, this thing is killing me. Yeah. I've got a headache. Right. <laughs> probably called. I still have a headache. They all right. take some ibuprofen. Yeah. Well, come on in. And then they do a fucking x-ray and, and see that there's a goddamn bullet in her head. Yes. She better sue that fucking yeah. hospital. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Give me a break, uh, people. Yeah. Um. All right. This one is... Oh, we're not... We didn't say that. I didn't say the article. That's okay. It's rapid fire. Yeah, it it's rapid matter. fire. We don't say uh, that. Man who launched himself in rocket to prove Earth is flat dies in crash landing. <laughs> So that means the secret is mad. The secret dies with Hughes, him. The flat earther who planned to launch a rocket high enough to prove Earth is flat has died in a failed launch. So it sounds like it didn't even get off the ground. Like it went up and maybe exploded or something like that. The dude clearly wasn't a scientist. What is a fucking flat earther? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> dude, if you were a true scientist, you probably would have made it off the ground. You probably could have been all the way up there to actually see for yourself and then had plan B of coming back down. Right. But unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. I mean, not yeah. that I want the guy to be dead. No. I wish ill if no you are ill not, well. But your if you're not level of your ignorance. Yes. To first off, even be a flat earther. Right. Like I don't, have you seen the documentary about him? No, I don't. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Don't there's a documentary and you just, I the whole time just, I'm just like. Yeah. I think there are huh? just some people. What? That if you were to say the sky is blue. No, it's not. It's purple. Yeah. You know, it, that you're just like, uh, you can't talk sense to people. Yeah. Like, that, uh, but okay, that's, whatever. that's scary. That's, yeah. that's, that's a Trump voter. Oh, yeah. Right? For that's sure. That's that definition of Trump vote. It don't yeah. matter. Yeah. It don't matter how much proof you show them. How many facts you show them, they, they're enjoying the white privilege and the racism, so they don't care yeah. about facts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, Mad Mike, whatever your fucking name was. I'm sorry that you died, but. Boo, you should have taken more Maybe science Maybe you should learn a little bit of science. <laughs> what, what was we, that one state about we don't uh, believe uh, Ohio. in Ohio. Ohio. Was this in Ohio? Or was No, this? I don't think it was Ohio. Oh. It was this is California. Why, okay. I was going to yeah. say, this is why we need yep. science. This is why we need science. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What you got next? Uh, another one from Anonymous. Okay. BYU, Brigham Young University, Paul Volter, Pierce's scrotum (laughs) in horrific accident needed 18 stitches. Yeah. That's hurting me and I don't even have. I know. I know. Could you imagine? No. What came out of there? I don't know. His children. 
popped out of there. Ugh. Ugh. Well, and you know what we happened while he was like at the, at, he's at the, so he launches his body over and that pole is just like right there in it. Uh, <sighs> did you see the video? Was uh, there a video? No, but there's oh. a photo. I don't know if it was him at the time. Yeah. But there's a photo and I assumed it was him. Yeah. That was snapped like as he came over the bar. Cause you know, they run and then yeah. they flip themselves yeah. over. And, and then they're they, usually like straight. They're usually backwards, yeah. aren't yeah, they? So they're back, like facing the way they were. So, and the pole's going and the, moving. The pole's supposed to, like, you know, go sideways or But wings. it obviously, <sighs> you know. Went backwards, I would think. Well, he's coming over the top of the bar. So his body's his coming back, like this. But he's this. backwards. And they're usually skimming pretty close to that. To the bar. Yeah. But the pole is still leaning uh, that way. The... So. Oh, yes, um, it doesn't have the picture of it on it, that one. Um, I didn't click on the actual article. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up really quick. Um, but you Paul know Walter, what? Right? We could, yeah. You know what? We could actually. Oh yes, it's a video. I don't. Oh, yep, there it is. I are you gonna I'm look gonna at it? it. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. Okay, should we um uh, put it on? Is there commercial? Um, or can I put it on? yeah, <sighs> yeah. Oh, you know, it doesn't actually look that bad. All, all it looks like is that you can see like it hit his penis area. Like yeah. it flops. Like yeah. his his beans and franks flop. <laughs> so you and, don't really know for sure that that's what's happening. Yeah. But so is there blood? Not, there's nothing more? No, you don't see blood or anything. Oh, okay. On the yeah. Video. Like it literally just looks like it hit his. Well, this his, one's TMZ and it says TMZ? warning. Yeah, no, you can't unsee this. I mean, oh, is I, maybe this something? is T TMZ is the one I just okay. watched. All right. Um, I just don't want to see. I, I, I mean, it didn't see like there wasn't blood squirting or nothing like that. Um, okay. Yeah. And like, you know, all you can, all you can, it just looks like it just, you know, is beans and Frank's flop. Yeah. And so I think you that, might think like it, what, there was nothing even happened. Like if you saw it. Yeah. Probably until he came down and he's probably holding his fucking balls and blood's coming out. Like, Ugh. yeah. yeah. I think um, we should send him one of those uh, nut jacuzzis. <laughs> <laughs> From what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> right? That might help, you know, soothe and, you yeah, know. Yeah, because you, I mean, the, the pole is right in his crotch. Uh, like dead center, beans and franks. Okay. Do you think this will be the last time he pulled balls? Oh, hell no. You know he's going to go keep doing it. I, that would be my last time. You know he's going to get right back out there. I would never want to see a pole again. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'd be freaking out every time I saw a pole. Yeah. Oh, there's a, um, there's a, there's a video of him being interviewed. interviewed. Oh, um, let's see. Let's see what it has to say. So it shows it again. Exclusive. Oh, Let's try to turn up the turn up the volume. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll listen to this story of the two years exclusive. Jim Spiewak spoke to him tonight Spiewak. about the incident. Jim, let's find out. Yeah, so Zach McHorder, he is a freshman here at BYU. He's on the pole vaulting team, and he was practicing near the end of last year here on campus when the unthinkable happened. Zach McHorder is one of the best collegiate pole vaulters in yeah, the country. It's just the adrenaline rush. It's so fun. The 21-year-old BYU student-athlete can easily clear 18 feet. Time slows down, I guess. You just, for like a split second, 
You just <laughs> you're free falling. But being this good Here's. takes practice. And during this practice last September, Zach tried a new hand grip. I, I had a great jump. It felt so good. It, it was the best <laughs> jump of the day. But at in sports, the things can change in a split second. And on this jump, I knew literally right as I went over the bar, I could just see with with my vision. The pole was not falling away from Zach. He was falling into it. And I just I got good pop on that jump. And so the 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 pole recoiled and just Stayed got there. me in the sweet spot. I guess. And ripped in stop with Zach shorts he was wearing that day. I started screaming to my dad things I probably shouldn't repeat, but basically about my my scrotum that <laughs> <laughs> it, there was a hole in it. <laughs> Ironically enough, Zach's dad is his coach. He's also a so urologist and immediately took him to his office and gave him eight. His dad's stitches. a urologist? Yeah. What Never the- been closer Jesus. with my father until that day. Last Sunday, Zach posted the accident to social media, and it's been viewed 25 million times 25 since. Million I think views. it's funny just that people are all around the world are seeing it, and they get a laughter out of it. And that's what you might call it's not a, laugh. a good sport. That's not a laugh. That's like people going, ah! Yeah. I don't think anybody Beans and Franks. Beans and Franks. Oh, and I guess (laughs) some people are laughing. I'm laughing. Ouch. (laughs) Ow. Ow. All right. Well, um, I will wrap it up with my final rapid fire. Um, You can now buy a buzzer to shock your partner when they snore. (laughs) Isn't that called like a taser? What is (laughs) it? <laughs> is that what the button is? Is a taser? So We're now tasing our called um somnibel um or no sim symbol symbol. Oh, it's somnibel by symbol med. Um it's a it looks like it put it on the forehead and it's roughly the size of an egg, half of an egg, rechargeable. You stick on your forehead before you fall asleep. If you snore. So if you snore, it zaps you? It must, yeah. And is that supposed to help you or does that just disturb your sleep? Maybe maybe it's like just a tiny little jolt that doesn't wake you you up. up. Completely, but just it kind of moves you. Yeah, you know how like if your partner you, if your partner snores at yeah. all, does your partner snore? Yeah, but yeah. I, if he sleeps on one side, he snores. If he sleeps yeah. on the other side, like Andy, yeah. he'll he'll be sawing fucking logs. Yeah, on sleep on his back. Yeah, his leg. Ugh. Yeah, and I'll and like so I'll just yeah. move him, and then yeah. he'll turn enough, and, and then, then it that's stops. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe it's kind of like that, where you know it doesn't wake you completely up, but it gives you enough to like reset. <laughs> Okay, I see murder mystery there. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I see I'm gonna look up on the electrocution. Website. I want to know how much this thing costs. Jiggle around with the wires. <laughs> you know, your somnibel. Yeah, your mate has gotten on your last dang nerves, and you're jiggling around with the wires and zip, um, electrocution. It's considered a class two medical device. Oh, so um, you can use your flex account. <laughs> Why wow. use your flex account? Wow! For it, um, how much does it cost? I want to know how much it costs. Well, I guess it don't matter if you use your flex account. Well, not everybody has their. <laughs> if you got fle- funds flex in account. it, <laughs> um, huh? Yeah, it doesn't show the cost. I just want to know how much they charge you for this thing. Well, there's one on um, well, Amazon that's not the same. Same but brand. what does it say? What does it do? It gives you a tiny, yeah, gives you a tiny, let's tiny jolt of what? Um, let's see. Patient. 
Somnibel is what it's called. Uh, it, it's, 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 I guess it's meant for obstructive sleep apnea. Um, huh. Well, who the hell is going to wear that little apparatus? I know, right? I'm like, um, hell. It's, just go and get the, what's the, uh, CPAP, CPAP machine. It's about as cumbersome. Uh, or a snoring. It consists of a small light device that's attached to the forehead. Um, it says it's attached to the forehead. Okay. It vibrates gently whenever your patient is sleeping in a subpine position, encouraging them to change position. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's the same. Yeah. Right. So basically, if you if you don't have a partner to kick you in the middle of the night, you can get one of these. Oh, and then, but then it doesn't matter, right? Right. If you're living by yourself, why do you care if you snore? You, how would but you even know that you're snoring? They're, I mean, they're saying because it's like you know sleep apnea, you're not getting rest, sleep, blah blah, yeah. blah blah blah. So positional therapy is an effective solution. They're saying many different. Yeah. So instead studies. of a CPAP, they're saying, well, this and is a, a you, know, you know who wants to be wearing that big old. I mean, mask? I yeah, I how sexy like, is that? I feel like well, I just feel like it'd be uncomfortable. Ugh. You know, like yeah, you can't say you can't. You can't even move. Yeah, you got wires and hoses. I'd be nervous and you're about turning and choking and yeah. getting, you know. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, All right. we have come to another end. Beginning of season one. No, first episode of season, two. of season two. Yeah. Um, so we're not at the end. Beginning our second year in our podcasting world. Yeah. Still looking for more followers to rate, review, and subscribe. To our podcast, um, review us, give us stars, uh, check us out on our Facebook page. What are you bringing to the pod table podcast? Um, maybe we got to get our Twitter going. That's uh, on you. I don't do Twitter, so <laughs> you might need to start. I don't know how to work Twitter. Like I don't. Need aren't you on Twitter? I am, but I don't know how to work it. Like I just post stuff, and I'll same just, thing, you know. But I was you got to learn how to hashtag. That's hashtags hashtag. and liking. Like, like I gotta like hashtag. people, yeah. and then they so like you. You gotta back. be on our what are you what are you bringing to the table Twitter account? Yeah, and you gotta start liking stuff. Yeah. You gotta start reposting I need Ginger. stuff. Ginger, Ginger, the one that does Insty. Ginger, doing, you're gonna. Uh, did she even listen anymore? Did we lose I, her as a listener? I don't. I think feel like so. we might have lost. Her I just. Yeah, listener. I don't think so. I don't because we still got how many? You know, thirty some. We still got thirty some. Um, but maybe 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 she could run our Twitter account for us. Something. It feels like it would be so much easier. It for would her. be. Like she knows how to do it. it. She's, she's like all the time on the phone. All the time. We gotta give her the we gotta give her the approval to we ain't got no yeah. You just need to make her make her a you know what is authorized user. Add her as a user on the account. Just say, hey girl, log in every now and then. There you go. Throw us a bone. Log in every now and then, post some stuff, hashtag some stuff. Chris hip hop. Hip hop social worker. Yeah. Yeah. Hip hop Chris. He was <laughs> he was saying go with Instagram. Instagram too. is the place to be. So is we it? don't have an Instagram. We yet. don't have an Insta. But maybe maybe now in our second season we'll start an Instagram. Uh, I'm on Instagram a lot. It wouldn't take much for uh, me to we'll do. Well see, there you go. Yeah. You've just got the job. You've been hired. <laughs> Although I'm not so sure how the reposting on Instagram I, stuff. I don't know. Because it's not like nothing about you it. You know, on Facebook, you can share a story. I think you can share too, but I get it's confused. A lot, it's a lot more. It's clicking. complicated. It's a lot more touching yeah. and stuff. It's like, it's super Anyway, welcome to season two. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies. 
And frenemies. And frenemies. And um, yeah, support us here yeah. in season two. Push us. Push get, us, get out us out there. there. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. Adios. Nos vemos. Daisy? Daisy? What's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs> <laughs>